Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And this week on Part of Our World, we are reviewing Pixar's brand new release, Onward. Onward with the show. Good one, Rachel. Aha. So, yeah, we are fresh out of the movie theater. We are. Like, literally came home. We're like, let's fire up the old recorder (laughs) (laughs) and talk onward. Uh, We will have spoilers in this episode. Yes. Right? We we have eliminated any sort of spoil-free content. Although, I can give kind of like just my gut check, you know, reaction here. And if you haven't seen it, then you can turn it off after we say that. I will say that it is a, you know, fun adventure film that, you know, touches the feels, but it is not a home run, knock it out of the park like a lot of Pixar's best releases. Yeah. The the, the Finding Nemo's and the Coco's. So it's not going to go down as like a masterpiece Pixar film. It's not Pixar at their best, but Pixar at good it's still it's great. still great. Yeah. I think it'll still be, I mean, at least for me, like, I think it'll be a beloved movie. And I think many people walk out with the same way because it's just a feel-good, fun adventure. And, I mean, I was walking out and I was like, that was so, I was like, that was really good. I wouldn't say that was so good, but that was really good. Mm-hmm. Was it as good as, like, Inside Out? Probably not quite. But I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I was saying, I think it'll, it's going to hold a special, a heart, special part in my heart. You got it. Um, Just because, you know, seeing it with my two favorite boys and it being just kind of that sweet adventure family film. Yeah. Rachel was looking at merch right after the show. Yeah. Should I get this shirt? For my kid that I don't even know if he wants. But also I want one. (laughs) I didn't have it in adult sizes. So, so that's it. That's our review. See you guys later. Just kidding. <laughs> let's uh, let's dive in to the nitty gritty here, if you will, of what makes this movie click and maybe why it isn't necessarily this grand masterpiece of Disney Pixar animated films. Yeah. So maybe do you want to start with like maybe the characters? Sure. So you have two brothers, Barley, the elder, and Ian, the younger. Who both grew up basically without dad. Ian was probably four, maybe. You mean Barley. What did I say, Ian? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Barley was probably, I don't know, maybe four. So Because um, Ian had just turned 16. It was his birthday in this film. And Barley was described as taking a gap year. So we can assume he's a year yeah. out of college. Uh, Barley did know his dad briefly. He has three memories of him, whereas Ian was in utero mm-hmm. when his dad passed yeah, from, some, never... some, from some sort of sickness that yeah. we don't know. So. The world, so this, I guess, is kind of getting away from characters a little bit, but the world was kind of cool. They start with that whole, in the world there was magic. And it's kind of the same thing they read from his dad later, so I think that's the voice of the dad yeah. narrating that. And people use magic, and they helped 
other people and it's all this it's your very kind of stereotypical fantasy realm but basically electricity and modern technology was discovered and they figured out that it was easier to do things like keep your house warm with electricity than it is from magic that can go go awry and so the, the society that they live in is now more like yeah. our regular world with kind of magical creatures and stuff like that who have kind of lost their magical edge. Mm-hmm. So I, I love the world. I thought that that was really kind of a unique spin on fantasy. And I actually, I was thinking about this. I think maybe one of the reasons that I'm not in love with this movie is that the world building was fairly surfacy. Okay. You know what I mean? You don't get a lot of depth with the fantasy world. And most of the yeah. storytelling you get that involves kind of the history of this world comes from Barley's telling of how, 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 it, used to be. how it used to be based on him playing the equivalent of Dungeons and Dragons or Magic the Gathering, like these fantasy role-playing games that are, you know, supposedly based on history yeah and it could just be because you know it is very similar to our world only the houses are mushrooms but it's like yeah that's interesting because if well, you think about it and stuff. well i'm saying like the actual physical yes world like you know traffic and mm-hmm. electric poles but it's like if you think about some of the pixar classics like coco yeah and Go into inside the out the and it's like this whole other world and even Zootopia, which is Disney, but is like, you know, they make Zootopia. It's like you can think about like a, a land in the one of the Disney parks centered around one of these things. Whereas this one, it's like, eh, it's just like. Yeah, that is, like that is actually probably where a little bit of the reservation comes Could from. Be. Um, because I thought the story was great. Um, I, I did like the characters a lot. But yeah, to your point, there is just they don't kind of do that much with the world and yet they go on this like epic quest that being yeah. said it was cool i mean it was funny how the the tavern had turned into this like, I know, it was really funny restaurant yeah like uh i'm trying to think of an equivalent yeah not quite chuck e cheese with like something like that stuff. but but close to that yeah. i mean kind of like, like a restaurant Red you Robin. would find at disney right a little bit like with their uh-huh. character meet and greet walking around so yeah no mind me of you know, like Red Robin or uh, Ground Round. Yeah. I don't know if yes. you guys had those yeah. where you're listening, but it was that was a Ground cute thing. Round. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but just like the as far as character development, like between the brothers and their relationships and their, you know, it was ultimately with, their story for sure. Yeah, I thought that was really good, and you know, it, like you said, it's coming of age. Ian is learning all these things about himself. Yeah. And I love... Trying to get out of his shell. Yeah. And I love the relationship that they had. Just the different dynamics. And I love that they didn't... I don't know. They didn't overdo it. Like, there was a part where, um, like, Barley finds out that maybe Ian thinks he's a screw-up or whatever. And, you know, there's, like, a little bit of a conflict there, but it doesn't become this whole, like, doesn't become, like, the conflict, Yeah, really. where they're not talking to each yeah, other for and really a third draw of that the movie. Out. Yeah, it's just no, like... actually, it was a minute and a half, and then they're dancing with their dad and yeah. laughing, mm-hmm. which d- does, you know, lend credence to the ending, not to jump ahead too much, but 
when Ian has this revelation at the end that his brother's been there the whole time for him, he's looking back on all these memories, you know, and that is one that he has with his brother is just like his ability to to laugh. And it's just so cool that they share that with their dad. Right. Even though Ian technically, by the end of the film, does not get to meet his dad. Right. And that dancing scene's probably my probably my favorite of the whole movie. Really? Yeah. Well it reminded there's a time where me and my mom were we did have a little dance party in our mm-hmm. driveway to the song Footloose. Okay. So it was some it, it was dad dancing. T- touch on touch. Yeah. You guys were doing mom dancing. Of course. So. I'm mom dance extraordinaire. But yeah. <laughs> there's just some there's a lot of really touching moments between the brothers, between, you know, the dad who is even just legs. Like there's still Yeah, they do a really good job with that of allowing them to have tender moments with a pair of legs. Yeah. Which is really what makes it's that's like the one really unique thing about this movie. I mean, it's a pretty standard buddy fantasy quest. Yeah. Like a little bit of a road trip movie, but in a fantasy setting. We've seen movies like this before. But we haven't seen one where a spell They're... to bring their deceased father back to life for twenty four hours falls short and results in him being a pair of legs. Right. But it, that created kind of an interesting dynamic as far as how they were able to communicate with him, how they had to kind of save his hiney, literally, in quite a few situations, and how in the end they would have been doomed if it weren't for the fact that their dad was just a pair of right. legs. So that that was a clever plot device mm-hmm. that, that it, I honestly, I think it maybe didn't allow for probably as much emotion as this film could have had. But, right. but it did create just some sweet moments and some cool kind of plot stuff going on. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just, I don't know. There's, it's like the more I think about this movie, like the more I like it because I just feel like everything worked and it didn't feel forced and it, I, nothing annoyed me. Nothing, mm-hmm. like I have no gripes really about the movie except maybe that it didn't really immerse me like some of these other beloved movies, but it's still really, really good. But I was kind of thinking when you were just talking about like the, you know, the dad being just legs. I don't know. Did you, you I'm positive you've never seen this movie, but um, Jack Weekend Frost. No. Two. Jack Frost, where Michael Keaton is a snowman. I am aware that this movie <laughs> exists. I don't believe I've ever seen it. I, I wonder if it's Disney. I don't know if it is. I don't know. Ha- but okay, how like, does this relate? Well, because the kid has 24 hours to, like, I don't know, be with his dad, but the dad's just a snowman, and so he, like, has to figure out how to keep his dad alive, keep his dad from melting. Oh, my gosh. So this is an unoriginal concept, is what you're telling me. I guess so. (laughs) And and it also reminds me of, like, How to Train Your Dragon, how in the beginning, you know, there was, like, the dragons, Mm -hmm. and then in the end, they end up... Yeah, that's true. I didn't make that There's just some, like, different little pieces of other movies. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend going to see Jack Frost. No. Although Hanson is on the soundtrack, which is why I went oh, to go goodness. see it. Of course. That's that's all the reason you need. Yeah. But yeah, we, we try to not talk about movies that we've just watched so that we don't have a conversation that we would rather have with y'all to share with people. But we yeah. generally ask like, hey, well, what do you think? And to your credit, you did say, you know, there was nothing. I had no complaints about that movie. And it's just kind of interesting because it's not, I wouldn't call it like a perfect movie or a near perfect movie, but it is kind of flawless in the sense that they didn't do anything outrageous, 
that makes you go, ah, you know, I really have a problem with that kind of plot line. Or yeah, we always talk about the Deus Ex Machina, and you hate me saying that, but I'm getting but, used to it. But though. something coming in and just saving everything at the end, like this, right? Film which didn't I was kind of like, that. I was worried that the Manticore was gonna be that, but it turned out. Turned out the mom was the Manticore all along. The mom was. I mean, not really. Yeah. Obviously, but that she played the role. Played that role because, in a way, she kind of sent them on their quest. Yeah. You know, and then used the sword in the end to slay the curse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was a dragon was. Yeah. Fantastic. They did a really good job with that. We're comparing that to uh, the Ralph breaks the internet. Yeah, that monster Ralph monster thing. Yeah, we're like type creature of just yeah that was kind of like what not together. to do and yeah was, they did and, this and a lot Ralph and it was disturbing and in this it was cute but also fearsome yeah it added There's comedy to comedy. that scene but also yeah. like you f- you felt the pressure of oh crap they gotta, yeah, gotta slay, slay this, this thing dragon. before it ruins yeah. Barley's reunion with his father and yeah. I did I really did love the whole quest the whole that whole I don't know overlay it was, it was, or yeah it was a it was a quest it was a fantasy quest movie done well yeah so with elves and, and the right and character. I don't know maybe the fact that there is no I don't know we don't have any problems with that I would just wonder how much of it they played close to their chest to make it a movie that just succeeds rather than soars maybe you know and I couldn't tell you what they could have done to make this that just most magical type of film. You know, it had right. so many nice touches. Mm-hmm. Um, my, you brought up your favorite scene of the the dancing. My favorite scene was probably when the fairies were chasing them down on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a great scene. Such good action, good comedy. Yeah, and and not it, character development because it was right. when he learned how to drive, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just that scene worked really well. Like it wasn't overdone. Mm-hmm. It wasn't drawn out. Yeah. It kept it light and funny and just good. And yeah, there was just like a lot the in that cop scene. worked. Like he was a super minor character, but his yeah. role was funny. That scene where they were pretending to be him was right. really funny. That's he, the scene that I like. He kind of breaks down and mm-hmm. is like, and I'm just so insecure. And they're all like, <laughs> yeah, that, that actually was one of my laugh out loud moments. Um, yeah, which there were quite a few of those. There were a few. So. Yeah, they're just like little things. Mm hmm. Wasn't that like outright crazy? I mean, there was a lot of crazy that happened. I like those moments, but there's just a lot of little sarcastic or I don't know, silly moments that everything kind of clips by it just like a normal pace. And I feel like we're always complaining about pacing. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, the first act really didn't work, but then the third act really picked it up. And this one just kind of just clipped along at a nice pace. It was just a nice time. Yeah, I was like, not okay. Nothing felt drawn out. It just it's a it was a little slow in the beginning, and I only say this because our kid, normally enthralled at the beginning of a movie, kind of bored by the end of it, was really squirmy in the beginning, and I was kind of noticing like, yeah, there hasn't really been maybe he noticed the surround sound issue. <laughs> yeah, Rachel was distracted as always. As there's always usual. something to distract us, and one or multiple speakers were not on. I couldn't get over it. And I did not want to leave them because I would usually leave and say something. I'm like, I'm not doing it because I I can handle it. It's not that big of a It took me like a good 15 minutes to like, so maybe I was in my own world. I don't think, I don't think that's it. I think that it just, to me, I think that's where they could have done just the best world building. Yeah. And 
instead, not faulting them for this, instead they built up the relationship of the brothers, the mom, mom's boyfriend, the boyfriend yeah. showed that kind of dynamic and, mm-hmm. you know, elaborated on how Ian kind of is insecure and shy and... Yeah, I think that worked, though, because it was more about the relationships than right. it was about That's, the world. That was the point, so. point of the movie. Yeah. So... I guess what I'm saying is I could handle a sequel with this. Maybe. There is one There is one part that I what think... What would the quest be, though? I don't know. I mean, maybe something happens to their mom because she's now going off on adventures with the manticore. Oh, there you go. All right. I, there's, a, there's definitely a sequel there somewhere, so... But, um... Yeah, it was good. Solid movie. I cut off your idea, though. What was my idea? I don't know what you're going to say. Before about I said, what the what would the quest be? You were about to say something. Don't know. Sorry. Couldn't have been that good of an, good of an mm-hmm. idea. Um, animation standpoint? Yeah, it was not on a... Like, it was... I have nothing... It was good. Everything that came out in 2019 had better animation. Yeah. Like, Toy Story 4, Frozen... Definitely right. all surpassed that. Which is why, actually, I've heard a lot of people don't want to see this movie. It's like, it looks like a DreamWorks movie. It does. And it kind of does. Like trolls. Yeah, it kind of does. It's like they didn't do that much different with the elves compared to what DreamWorks would have done with the elves. And I'm not faulting DreamWorks. I think they put out some fine yeah. movies. But the animation is almost always inferior to Pixar. And with this, it was just kind of like, mm. Yeah. It was fine. Maybe that's another reason we're not totally, you know, mm-hmm. leaving blown away. Yeah. There's nothing about the score that was mind-blowing either. No, I like so the, the music, package. though. Yeah, the music was fine. But any memorable numbers there for you? Well, I don't remember much. <laughs> At all. Short term. Just in general. Short term wise. No, I'm very dory in that regard. But no, but there was a moment where I was like, oh, I like the soundtrack. I can't tell you what moment that was, but if I listen to it again, it's maybe. Probably that, it's probably the dancing scene with the dad again. Well, I think it was the first time Barley put in a tape. Quest. Okay. His quest yeah. mix. I Well, I like the music that Barley played, but as far as the other, there's nothing noteworthy about the rest of the soundtrack. Yeah, but maybe. That's fine. I'll go listen to it. It's still, it's still a great you know. movie. Um, I, I, I like the characters. I would love having like a you know Guinevere t-shirt or something like that mm-hmm. over onward yeah yeah I know I was like maybe we should put that on our cars what the cover o? up the the D for drive for O for onward yeah hey I'm all about mm-hmm. it are we gonna put like a screwdriver in as the shifter though instead of maybe not <laughs> it's getting a little crazy don't wanna jury rig our car maybe that'll be Cedric's first type of car in 12 years yeah um yeah i was just thinking about the story so i feel like a lot of times i'm complaining about the story Mm -hmm. for in a film but this one like i think that was its strong point yes aside from the fact that i think it is okay this is gonna be tough to articulate a little bit predictable it is emotional and you get some emotions kind of early in the film, but I feel like they really save not just the most emotional parts for the climax, that's typical, but pretty much all of the emotion in the film is in the climax. 
There's a couple moments that precede it. One in particular is when Barley reveals his fourth memory of his father, mm-hmm. and it is he's sick and hooked up to a bunch of tubes, and he's supposed to go say his final goodbye, and he can't do it. Yeah. And I mean, that just, that broke my heart. I mean, I, I just have that memory of my mom passing mm-hmm. from cancer and being hooked up to a bunch of tubes, and I didn't have the same. I was a grown adult, so I still said my goodbyes, but... I understood him not being able to do that and how that he, he lived right, with it his whole life. Right, and how he has to carry that with him. Yes, but aside from that, I felt like that there were just not that many emotional moments, and then they just kind of hammer it down your throat at the end. And not, mm. and I say hammer it down your throat as in like a bad way. I think it worked. I think it's just the emotional reserves of that film were pretty much just saved for the end, and maybe that's why we're coming away going, you know. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just don't think I agree with you. Because there okay. are those tender moments with the dad, despite him being... That's true. The When like he communicates with his Foot feet. tap, or yeah. like the, t- the tapping of like, yeah, it's me, dad. Yeah, you know? that's true. So, and especially when he presses his foot down on Ian's, and they haven't met before. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. That part, yeah, got me a little emotional. Yeah. Yeah. But I did... I mean... Although the story was predictable, I think it was a strong, one of the strongest things in the movie. You know, and I didn't, I was kind of expecting to go into the movie. It kind of gave me what I expected, I guess I'm saying. Where, you know, I knew it was going to be about the journey and the brothers and the experiences that they did get to have. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not going to be this big, you know, finally, finally, yeah, and everything is, yeah. that's true. That's true. And the trailers, they didn't give away the film, but you kind of know what you're getting with the trailers. Like you yeah. said, it's predictable. The trailers do give away, I think, just most stages of the journey that they go on. Probably. I mean, I was surprised with the dragon. I didn't the see that. The dragon was super cool. I'm glad there was a dragon because, you know, it's the end of a quest. You have to slay the dragon, right? They but... don't include too much of the mom's side quest in the trailers, which yeah. I, I loved most things about that um yeah so so people that are kind of on the fence and like ah it just doesn't look that good to me you might i I think you'll be pleasantly surprised but i will also say that this is not a movie you might be able to yeah you might be able to tell what you're gonna get yeah and if you save it until it's on disney plus you're probably fine i bet you'll watch it on disney plus and be like that was a pretty great movie yeah so Mm mm-hmm wish i had more to say but i feel like that that kind of sums it up i will say this uh, if you have lost a parent prepare to shed some tears um i get emotional at movies but very rarely do i have like water Spillage. welling up in my eyes yeah i did have a little bit of a tear wow. i kind of had to wipe it away maybe would have full-on cried if i wasn't surrounded by other people sitting next to another grown man like he was sniffling so i wonder if yeah you never know People all have their own stories. Maybe he lost his dad. But I can tell you this. If you've lost a parent, it's probably going to hit you harder than someone who hasn't. I'm just guessing, Rachel. Sorry, I'm not trying to offend you there. But I I just... I was probably more on the verge of tears than any other film I've seen in the theaters, save for maybe Toy Story 3. Don't even get me started yeah, about Toy Story, Toy Story 3. <laughs> Goodness. 
So there's that. And it, it is emotional. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see this movie again. Yeah. I think it will be one that I enjoy watching. And it's, you know, I think it's something I'll enjoy watching with our son. Yeah. And watching multiple times. Yeah. And I think it's like, going to hold up to repeated viewings. And I think you're going to find things that you didn't find the first time around. Mm-hmm. It's just an all around good time. Yes. Yeah. I really liked it. It's an it's it's what we've come to expect from Pixar, right? They're they generally do not disappoint. They've got their flubs. This is in no way, shape, or form one of those flubs. Right. It's not necessarily to the heights of Coco, Coco and, and Finding Nemo, right. Inside Out, Wally to me, Wally. You know, yes. It's kind of you know there's a little bit of to each his own, but it's also not in the good dinosaur bottom tier with yes, which you know. Yeah, that one wasn't good. Not I was going to try and like... Cars 2. I didn't see that one. I don't know. Um, Yeah. If I had to give it a grade... Because mm-hmm. the more I talk about it, like I said, the more I'm like... Oh, I know I can tell your score really... is just kind of rising it is, as just we discuss up. this. I think like when I left the theater, it was probably about an 87, 88. Mm-hmm. It's probably about and where I'm at. And I'm thinking now it's about like a 90. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe an 89. <laughs> well, then I'm right there with you. I think I'm in about an 88. Um, B plus A minus range. Very enjoyable movie. Voice acting was great. Liked the story. Liked the relationships. Mm-hmm. Character development was good. Um, you know, and I'd say most characters go underdeveloped except for Ian's. You can... Barley does have character development, but it's not this... I think it's an appropriate amount. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely, I mean, if we're looking at it from, like, the hero's journey standpoint, it absolutely is Ian's journey. Right. Um, that sacrifice he makes at the end for his brother to be able to see his dad is just Ugh. very touching. Mm-hmm. But then he goes and also has the power, he's now gotten the powers to save the day. It's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I'm I do have one complaint. Uh-oh. Okay. Don't ruin my... I'm sorry. It is so minor, irrelevant, in the grand scheme of things, means absolutely nothing. But after they save the day and Barley has that moment with his dad, it kind of fades to black, comes back, and now they're in the. It's like the fantasy world is back to being fantasy, except that it's still in like the modern day stuff. So. So. You know, the. What is his name? The police officer centaur dad. Yeah, I don't. Is like, his name right oh, now. I can, I can run with the wind. She calls him main man. I didn't catch that. Nice. Really? That's how yeah. it comes up on her phone. Oh, nice. Good, good. <laughs> and then he lets it flow at um, the end there. But yeah, the the fairies have their flying ability back. Mm-hmm. The mom is going on quests with the Manticore. And the Manticores still owns her restaurant, but is now. No, but now it's like adventure themed. Yeah, now it's a little better, kind of not a, just like a Red Robin. Fun touch, yeah. Um, but, you... but but my thing is... Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. How many people saw this event, and how many people are all of a sudden like, I'm going to live my life differently now that yeah. magic exists? I think it's cool that Ian has these magical powers. And, but would it have affected I, the whole Give world? me another movie. There we go. There's there's the plot where they actually bring magic back into the world. Maybe they find like, you know, bandits out in the woods. They just find like different pockets around the world where people are practicing magic in this quest to save their mom, and they restore magic to New Mushroom Town. I just didn't. I just didn't buy it that all of a sudden everything has changed. 
Yeah. Because it wasn't, yeah, the whole, was d- despite the... It's like the last minute of the film. It really has no bearing on anything. Yeah. And I don't fault them for doing it. I was just right. like, Right, it kind of mm, needed really? some falling action. That's it did. That's what they cho- chose to do. It did. So, Well, sure. I liked the Manticore's falling action. Yeah. I just, I didn't buy the whole, like, oh, no. I mean, and maybe even the mom, because, you know, they were directly involved in the whole quest situation. Yeah, we needed, but we needed it's the like, police boyfriend to have a moment of, like, running on his hooves. Maybe there was, and it got cut out. Yeah, that's possible. But where he It really... wasn't short, but they could have added things to build the world a little bit more and to give other characters other than Barley, Ian, and I guess Mom, some depth. Yeah, I could see that, I guess. But I did but enjoy... I enjoyed the pacing, and I enjoyed that it didn't seem long, so... I don't know if I would have traded that in. But it would have been nice for the boyfriend to get a true redemptive moment because there really wasn't one right. between them and the boys. But at the end of the movie, it's like, hey, man, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're all getting along. You working hard? Nope, I'm hardly working. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's a cute moment, but how yeah. did you get there? Yeah. It's kind of the thing. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's that's, very minor. It's so minor. Who cares? Yeah. Great movie. Go see it. Mm-hmm. It gets the Part of Our World podcast seal of approval. It does. Which, and I hope that most like, Disney films do. Let's be honest. Let's, yeah, <laughs> but I do hope to be able to meet um, Barley and Ian in mm, the parks. Correct. Right now they're only at California Adventure. Okay. But who knows? Did I say they were in Disney Springs, or that might have been somebody else? Oh, you know, maybe they are in Disney Springs. I do know they're I think in it California was them, Adventure. But... Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but I don't want to go to Disney Springs to meet characters. You know how we feel about Disney Springs. Poo poo on that. <laughs> but. Cool. So, well, yeah. And on a positive note. Yep. Yes. I think that about does it. A very brief, hopefully concise thoughts on Disney Pixar's Onward. Yeah. So, Onward to go see it. Yeah. I encourage you to do. <laughs> that totally made sense, right? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Of course, we want to hear your guys' thoughts about it. So, react on Twitter, Instagram send us an email or voicemail and love to hear other people's thoughts about the film of course got to keep it spoiler free for the next few weeks but you can always directly message us what why did you say that thing about this plot thing that was in the end i liked the gelatinous cube oh yeah that was good yeah i love that whole scene the whole dungeon scene there's so much good there is i love the whole quest it's a solid fantasy quest movie yes and if that sounds like your cup of tea drink it up and yeah a relationally brotherhood good time it's also part of it (laughs) anyways cool all right thanks for tuning in Mm -hmm. listening to our silliness and our reviews and until next time talk to you soon thanks for joining us this week and being a part of our world Please reach out to us on social media. We can be found at Part of Our World Podcast on Instagram or Facebook and on Twitter at P-O-O-W Podcast. You could also shoot us an email, partofourworldpodcast at gmail.com or call into our voicemail, 614-392-8147. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, have a magical day. <laughs> Are you ready?
Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.